All right. Hey everyone, it's me, um, Callie Dowd. And um, this is my first episode of my podcast. I, uh, I already recorded um, like a couple minutes of me talking and then I stopped it and I was like, they don't want to hear my spit. So I backed up from Mike and I think this is a good distance. I don't know. This mic is from a foreign a foreign store, so I couldn't tell you if it's a good one or not. Probably isn't. Um, but it's okay. Uh this is we're doing it. So um this is called I've decided it's gonna be called Don't Look For Me. Um, there are so many levels to that title. Um, I could go on and on. There's so much depth. Um, don't look for me could mean simply don't search for me. Um, it could also mean um, I want to be hidden. Uh, it could also mean I am never returning and I don't want you to come and find me. Um, it holds so many levels for me in my life, specifically because I just moved to a new place. And um, a lot of people that I know are very far away. And I've told them multiple times, don't look for me. Just don't do it. And they haven't, they have actually listened to me and they haven't looked for me and I'm thankful for that. So that's kind of uh, the backstory for why it's, why I'm naming it that. Uh, you can do your own interpretations as, as time goes on and as you continue to violently listen to me talk. But yeah, that's uh, what I'm calling it. If you couldn't read uh, what you clicked. Any horror. Um, currently it is 1 10 p.m. in the bulging area. Bulgaria is where I am right now. I'm not in the U.S. for those of you who are confused. Um, I'm seven hours ahead of my normal time and that is, is weird to me. Um, I've gotten kind of used to it. I've been here for about a week and a half now. It's Wednesday. About a week and a half ish. Um, and I'm kind of like used to the sleeping schedule. I'm used to a lot of things. Uh, I've gotten kind of a good gist of the lay of the land, which is nice. Uh, yeah, I'm, I've done some research on areas to go view. Um, I found a, uh, there's this giant cross that looks over the city that I live in now. It's called Boglo, sorry, oh wow already butchered it. Blagovgrad is where I live. If I, if I want to get more technical with the way you say it, it's Blagovgrad. So that was really, um, I just, I hope no one gets upset for the way that I said that. I think that's correct. I've heard people say it like that. Um, yeah, but that's where I'm living and in the city there's a cross and there's a hike up to it and the other day or yesterday I was walking with my roommate Larry and we were going towards the mountains to try to see where like 
the opening would be to get to that that hike that trail and I saw this this is uh this is just a little glimpse into what I've been experiencing here with the people but um I saw this this little baby in a car and I, I saw the car coming down the street towards us and uh, it was going about like 45 50 miles per hour and this little baby was just standing on the console with a pacifier in his mouth just holding both of the head rests while the mom just cruises down the road no cares in the world this little baby i'm gonna repeat it this little baby a friggin baby is just standing on the console car going a good pace i i, I couldn't say anything because i am not from this area you know but like, I feel like that wasn't okay. Um, so that's a little glimpse into where I am. I also saw, I've seen three penises since being here. Uh, one, actually all three of them were on accident, but one was very violently on accident. Uh, I saw a target sign. And uh, if you see a, a gray target sign in a foreign country that is not, you know, first, their first language is not English. I'd say don't try to go inside, but I did because I am a white young woman who can't resist a good $3 section. Oh, you know, Target's, Target's got some good steals, you know? So I was gonna go in, I was gonna check it out, but I go down the stairs into the dark alley that it's located in. I turn my right and I see a penis um, the penis is is vibrating and jiggling, um, not in a sensual way. He was just peeing, and he was just you know getting the pee off the end, and that that was my first Bulgarian penis. Um, second Bulgarian penis was located in a dark alley. Also, um, he was also peeing, but he was facing towards the main street where people were walking by, and me and my friend. Um, Azrae, we were walking by this alley to go get some pizza and some beers and we see this young man jiggling his ween and we screamed and tallied that as our second penis sighting. She was also with me the first time. Third penis sighting was yesterday as I was walking towards the mountain when I saw the baby, little friggin' baby, I saw the penis of a 12 year old boy. And that, I think, was a different level of upsetting because I feel like I should report that, you know, or like at least tell somebody. I don't have a counselor here. I don't uh, know where to find one, but I think I should find some kind of a counselor or psychologist to bring to their attention that... I have seen a 12 year old penis and it was by accident, but I still feel grimy about it. You know, um, I am legally an adult and I feel like that was kind of an invasion of his privacy, no matter if it was my choice or not. He was also peeing uh, middle of the day in the park. A lot of people around, he just whipped it out and he wasn't even by a tree really. He was just in on a sidewalk, um, peeing on the, on the concrete. 
not even on grass. So what I'm saying is not that where I'm living is horrible and disgusting and overall gross. I'm not saying that at all. I want you to get a different point of view from what I've just told you that this place is hilarious. Um, it's just funny. And there's so many weird things that have occurred here already and I am so short into my visit. Um, so early into my visit I should say. I have so much time to experience the the wonders that the bulging area has to offer me. I think it's already changed me a lot as a woman um, in the way that like I I mean I've seen a kid's penis. That uh, wasn't my little brother's when he was five. Um, it was an actual young man's pain. Uh, but let's get off the penis topic for a little bit and talk about my classes. I'm a student here. <sighs> Sorry, I'm drinking my milk. They also have, side note, side note to the side note, I am drinking flavored milk. They have so many flavors of milk here. I'm thriving, okay? They have banana milk, strawberry milk, which is what I'm currently sucking. Um, they also have bubblegum milk. Just so many opportunities. I think there's a cracker flavored milk, which I'm a little scared of, but next time I make this podcast, I will suck it down for you and give you a review. But the strawberry milk hits, honestly. It's the brand is Wave and it bangs. Um, I'm rocking with it, to be honest. Um, yeah, before, even before I get into my classes talking about that, I just wanted to give a preface that um, the Don't Look For Me podcast is going to be more of like a, it's going to be less of just me talking. So if you get bored with this, I'm sorry, um, don't yell at me um, and don't look for me, uh, but also just like hang in there because I'm going to have guests on. I've made some friends so far. Surprise, surprise. Um, everyone thought I was going to be not making friends. I made a couple. Okay. I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing my best. Okay. It's hard. They don't really speak my language, so it's kind of hard, but if you make really aggressive facial expressions at them, then they start to, you know, warm up. But, um, yeah, I'll probably have some American exchange students on. They've been interested in, in talking um, to the audience, if there is any, um, about their experiences. And I'll probably interview them, probably do some reviews on food here. A lot of them want to do reviews on alcohol here. So we'll do a lot of everything. So just don't get in your head that it's just going to be me. Um... Yeah, I'm also gonna be interviewing students that live here full time, that kind of thing. So just buckle in, boys, because it's going to be a wild ride. Okay, back to back to me though. Let's still, like get back to the more important thing, me. Um, yeah, classes, cla classes are my classes. I feel like a real art art school hoe here. I'm a theater major at home, if you didn't know. And like that's been cool and stuff but it's like very just like what i'm used to i guess in terms of schooling and classes i just like kind of been bored there recently and coming here like i'm in a bunch of film and journalism classes and i feel like 
an art hussy, to be honest. There's a lot of, like, most of my classes are just, like, the assignments are, like, go home and write a paragraph about what you feel. And I'm just, like, oh, my God. I feel so many things, so I've got a lot to say. Um, I'm honestly not a good journaler though, so this is gonna make me better at doing that. <clears throat> I'm in a creative writing class and I walked in to the first day and the man who was teaching the class, he was American, because I go to an American university here in the Bulge, and so a lot of them speak English. Um, but he was American and he was wearing a weird like handkerchief on his head. It was like lime green and then he was wearing a zip up hoodie that had half a brain on it. It was like freaking uh it was like a gray brain, like a very sad, very thoughtless, very non-creative brain. And then on the other side it had a colorful, uh, very interesting, artistic looking brain. And I was like, this man is about to ask me to paint my feelings, I feel like. He's about to make me just stand in front of the class and make sounds that represent my, my thoughts. You know, like he's that man. He's that kind of dude. And, um... I was a little nervous about that because in a foreign country, I don't feel comfortable sharing my feelings with all these people. But then again, I do at the same time because I know that they're never going to understand me. That was super racist. They all understood me. That was just a joke, guys. I'm sorry for that really disgusting sound. I hope... The microphone got exactly everything that was just being slurped but also i'm sorry anyway yeah sorry about that racist joke too sometimes i say things that are offensive and just gonna have to get over it okay for yeah that was my creative writing class and i was right about him too because i walked in the class saw him dressed like that and i was like all right and then i look at the board and there's just like one sentence written down and it's, it says, after the accident, nothing was the same, period. And I'm like, all right, this is uh, concerning to say the least, but I'm intrigued. And basically what we had to do with that was we had to write a short story. And he was like, I want you guys to free write about this line. Just like take this line and just make it your own. I really want to see you. Oh, I want to see you in this paragraph. And I was like, all right. Um, so I just start writing and cause he's like telling, he's like giving us a time limit. It's like five minutes. And I'm like, okay, I'll just write a little, a little blurb about uh, this weird sentence. And then he does something that I kind of expected him to do, but also didn't. He was like, we're gonna go around the room and you're gonna pick your favorite line of what you've written and you're gonna say it out loud. So everybody's like, oh, freaking A, like, all right. So I, you know, he starts with this guy and he's like, uh, her tears represented her, uh, her gayness, 
or something. No. Her tears represented her hair flowing to and fro, and the rivers collided, and the streets made light upon her gl glistening vagina. And next person was like, her clothing matched her sadness. Her eye color was brown. Next. Um, so I, you're getting the gist that like all of them are very long, very, you know, well written. What I was saying wasn't good, I'm gonna be honest. So you can see how well I'm gonna do in this class based on what I just said. Um, it gets to me and I'm already freaking out because everybody's like a good writer in this intro class. I'm like, okay, <laughs> weird flex, but okay. Um, I was like, all right, well, yeah, better read what I wrote. And uh, I just wrote, or I just read, he was unsure of his sexuality. I just read that out loud. And everyone turns around and looks at me. Like, it was about, like, someone I knew or, like, me or something. I don't know. Like, I just got all these eyes. And, like, at first I was like, okay, you know, <laughs> is gayness not okay here? I know I mentioned that somebody else might have said something about being gay, but I that was just, like, what a, a, immediately popped into my head. They didn't act. Nobody else had said anything about gayness or being gay or any of that. Um... It's just what comes into my head sometimes. I don't know. Read into that how you will. I don't care. Um, but I just said that line because I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> I don't know. Being unsure of your sexuality, like, is not that funny when you're going through it. I don't know. Just, like, don't... I'm, as you can see, I'm having a lot of struggles whether I should be even giving you guys this information or not. But I'm doing it. I'm being transparent here, okay? I said that out loud. Everybody judged me. I was like, that was the wrong decision. I thought it was going to be like a cool like thing to say. And the, the teacher was just like, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, wow. Okay. Uh, where did that come from? He asked me where it came from. And of course I didn't know because I just wrote it. Like five minutes is not a long time to think about like deep shit you know i was just like um it came from my life <laughs> and he mm, ooh, he just like stared at me for the longest time and all of these eyes were on me and i was just like all right i'm gonna cry now and i like it was everything in me to just like hold my tears back and just yeah i don't know that was the worst experience of my life Okay, not the worst, but, you know, I mean, I wasn't having fun. And, you know, the next people went and it was fine. It was fine. Everything is going to be fine. And I have the class again tomorrow and I'm going to make up for it by writing a long, long poem about, like, ghosts. I think ghosts and aliens would be a good that'd be a good topic to like bring up I don't know 
<clears throat> I think he would like that. So I think that's what I'm gonna do for the next class and try to impress him. That's kind of what my week has consisted of, is just me sitting in the very back of the room and then just thinking of weird comments to say that might impress my professor, but then it ends up not and backfiring on me. And then I'm just the weird American who sounds kind of like, not really stupid, but she's just like, I just feel like they think I'm in my own world, which is partly true. We're gonna stop with this conversation now because I feel like I'm giving too much information um, on the first podcast. Um, let's talk about the music here. The music here is weird, um, but also I'm like kind of, I'm kind of rocking with it to be honest. It's called Chalga music and uh, they, it's, it's kind of like EDM a little bit, but also like a little bit mixture with Latina music, like dance music. It's hard to describe, but it's very interesting. And one of my professors violently hates it. Like he got so mad when we brought it up. He was like, and then he like made eye contact with me because he knew I was one of the exchange students. And he said, Chalga music is this awful music that the teens and young adults listen to here and I hate it. I fucking hate it. And I was like, okay, yeah, you are allowed to hate it, but you're old. So obviously you're not gonna enjoy having fun, you know, like fuck old people. Anyway, um, the coffee sizes here are weird too. It's another thing I feel like I need to forewarn you about if you ever you know like on your way to Bulgaria just like letting you know that if you order coffee here it's gonna be the size of your fist um and that is not acceptable to me and I've still not been able to come to terms with it uh it eats away at me to be honest each morning I'll get up go get a cup and just you know, finish it within two minutes and I'll be sad. And that won't end. I have four months of that. And I've got to come to terms with it. But it does make me upset. Yeah, it does. They have vanilla chinos, mocha chinos, cappuccinos, and espressos. I have yet to feel comfortable asking for just black coffee because I feel like they judge you if you don't put milk in it. It's kind of the vibe I've gotten. So I just like keep ordering milky drinks. But I got an espresso and of course that doesn't have milk in it, but they serve espressos just as espressos. Like very small shots of it and it's very strong. And it's, I could do it and I could drink it in one sip. It's literally a shot. You take it as a shot. You, you, there's no enjoying it here, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. They don't sit down and sip it and enjoy it. Like, it's not a activity, I guess, that people do here. It's more of a medicine is what I'm getting at. So I'll get used to that, I guess. <laughs> I went to the gym yesterday. Uh, that was not a flex because I never go to the gym. So I'm not saying that I'm some kind of fitness hussy or that I'm like 
crazy strong or anything, but I was feeling a little fat because I've been eating all of my money. They give you like a meal plan here and the meal plan has so much money on it. And it's honestly a scam because they put about 150 leva on the full-time students um, accounts. And the exchange students from the US who don't know anything and they just assume we're stupid, which we are, uh, they scammed us by having us pay through ICEP about $1,000 for our meal plan, which is about kind of the gauge of what we pay at school at home. So they knew that and they were like, all right, we can get them. So let's have them pay all this money through ICEP and, and they're gonna have about, I think I came here with $1,300 on my dining plan. Um, and the students here have about 150 to 180 leva, which is already less, you know, like than US dollars. So it's just, it kind of hurts, you know? They just knew that we were idiots. They knew they could get us. And she kind of, our advisor who was talking to us before all the students got here, we were like, oh, well, why do we have all this money on our accounts? Like, we're not going to eat through all of that, you know, and it's going to put pressure on us too. And then we're all going to get fat. And she was like, well, all the extra money just goes to the school. And we're like, I'll kill myself. Um, you literally want us to be charitable? Okay. Uh, I didn't sign up to give. I'm not a giver. No, I, I came to eat what I can and enjoy myself and be selfish. And you're wanting me to give money to you? Is that what you're saying? Okay. Alrighty. Well, you know, I, I, it's fine. Whatever. You know, I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna eat so much and then just force myself to go to the gym. But what I was saying about the gym before I got distracted somehow is that there are no fat people in there. No fatties allowed in, in the Bulgarian gym. Not to say that if you're fat and you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I want to go to the gym in Bulgaria, but Callie said I can't. No, there's no rules. There's no like sign that says fat people, no. But it's like, I didn't see any and I haven't seen any around campus. So I'm kind of like, this is either really good for me or really bad for me. And I'm thinking it's the latter because I wouldn't say that I'm fat. You know, I'm a... I'm not fat, but I'm not stone. I'm not made of stone. Like you can't, you could punch me and you'd feel some meat. And I'd like for you to punch me in my, in my gut and you feel like a, there's a stone there. That's like blocking you from my insides. Well, that would be my muscle. Um, but that's just not the way I am because I like strawberry milk and alky. But anyway, I went there and I didn't see any fat people. And that really put me at, at a, on edge. And also everybody looked at me, like the whole time. Not in a sexual, like, let me kiss you kind of way. Um, which I wasn't expecting that anyway. So it's like, eh, not really that offended. You know, that, that wasn't the immediate reaction. But like, I would be running on the treadmill and like, literally I looked around and anytime I looked up, People were just like giving me the eyes, you know, like, what are you doing here? Like, you look 
you look less muscular than us. And I'm like, okay, guys. Like, I know I'm not being self-conscious here. Because I'm normally fine going to the gym and just doing my own thing and not noticing if people are making eyes at me like that or not or if people are judging me you know like I'm used to that I'm just like used to going and just not paying attention to that but here I don't know it just felt different it just felt a little off I was a little scared but I'm still gonna go back and maybe it'll be different because I only went once maybe it'll be different this time but the first time I was I was scared of the beautiful, skinny, beautiful, muscular, skinny people. And um, I'm all here for body positivity, guys. I know from that past conversation that we just had, like, just one second ago, where I was talking about bad people, that I might not be for boss What? Body positivity? Not positivity. That was about what I was going to say. Um, but I am. I want you to feel confident about yourself, no matter how you look. I'll be that honest with you. I'll be about that, exactly that honest with you. Um, and now I'm going to shut off that window of honesty. Uh, let's change the subject. Oh, street vandals. Alright. Um, we were warned that when we got here we would be pickpocketed or maybe just straight up mugged <laughs> and I was a little worried about that to be honest um so we've all kind of been on edge about that but I think it's just because we have a huge target on our back like you don't know what you're doing so I'm gonna take your money that kind of thing um, but it's not really the people, the older people that you have to worry about. It is the street children. I've already talked about how the children are here um, at the beginning of this podcast. And yes, there are babies. There are friggin' babies with pacifiers standing in the windshield of cars, moving cars. There are middle school aged boys peeing in front of everyone um not really just peeing just like their their dicks are out you know it's like dicks out for for the bulgarians kind of like that movie. i don't know what i'm trying to say i want to stop talking about that um i want to get it out of my head and i know it sounds like it i don't but i do street children are everywhere there are some that are homeless. There are some that are just assholes that have homes. They are, they are home, they are, they possess homes. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm just saying that there are really a lot of them and they're trying to get us. And I have been so on edge that they're just going to jump on me in the street and just like, beat the shit out of me and take my airpods and i'm like all right i just got these and yes i only got them for the drip i only got them for so that i could tell everyone that i have them and so that i could show everyone that i don't need a wire to be happy that's and, and if you take that away from me then what do i have left you know like i, I just don't have much so 
that's kind of been a concern of mine. They also told us to lock our windows because the street children will jump up in the windows and take your items. That's only happened a handful of times to exchange students, but it happens. And I'm not telling you all these negative things because I want you to think I'm scared for my life or that I'm having having a negative time. I'm not having that. I, I just want to let you know that, you know, this this shit's real and it's hilarious. It's so, so friggin' funny, okay? Um, yeah, the street children I might have to... I mean, I've already tried intimidating them by, like, doing the, the whole juke out move, you know? I don't know. I, I wish you could see me right now because I would do it. But, you know, like, the, the head first kind of, like, fast jolt move to kind of intimidate them really fast. And then do, you quickly, like, recover by doing the cage, which is where you put your hands together in a formation uh, where your fingertips are t only touching. And it makes kind of a bowl-like shape. That is the cage. So you jolt forward and then you, you jolt forward and then you cage. Um, that's how I've been getting rid of the street children thus far. But that can only last me so long. So I'm going to have to come up with something else. Um, yeah, I think that's most of what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to cover. Um... Yeah, this this is kind of a trial and error kind of thing. I want to just sit down and talk for this person for this first one. Um, probably not going to edit this because I'm lazy and I have a lot of other things to do. So yeah. Also, I'm doing this in my dorm right now, and I don't. I feel like you can hear the hum of like the water and the AC, maybe the window, maybe the cars going by outside. So this is just a temporary locale and I know it doesn't really affect you that much, but it's making me annoyed. So hopefully by the next time I'll be in a studio because they do have those here. And I feel like I'll be a lot more professional in there. I'll be like more, I don't know, like performative in the studio and also I'll probably have guests I'll probably have asked some of my um Bulgarian friends to come on and talk a little bit I also have a Turkish friend and she's very interesting so maybe we'll just get all of them in the room and just kind of have a conversation and you can hear that um yeah, I don't really want to bore you with all the details of my classes. I mean, I've liked them for the most part. I have one that I've not been to. I have to go to it in like 30 minutes, so I'm going to sign off soon. But I just want you guys to know what's cracking with me. Um, yeah, like I just went to a class and the whole class, the whole assignment is to go out into the city and photograph people, like random city folk. Um, and I had to bring an interpreter because I'm an idiot and I don't know Bulgarian. But 
we're gonna do it and I I think they're giving me a camera for this so I'm just gonna look like a, the real deal you know I'm gonna look like a National Geographic bitch so I can't wait for that and uh, I'll stay tuned I mean I'll keep you posted you guys stay tuned about that because that way I'll probably have met a lot of more local people because that's kind of the assignment we have to talk to them we have to like get background information on them before we take their pictures and it's like a portrait kind of style photography um class so we have to take a bunch of portraits of people and get their info and, and make friends with them and I'm so excited um so I'll have more stories once that all takes place but there are a lot of street children that I'm worried about so I've got to like hold the camera and just like do the cage around it or something I don't know but uh I hope that you enjoyed this crunchy episode of don't look for me and I'm gonna go take some vitamins some gummy vitamins and probably go drink more milk because I love milk and yeah um this is an underwhelming end to this but okay um I guess I guess see ya I guess bye